0: Hey everybody, Christian Rivera here, a.k.a. C-Notes. Welcome to the C-Notes audio extravaganza. I just finished my day here on Wednesday uh, at work all day. Um, pretty okay day. Uh, I didn't feel very productive, but today was kind of a um, planting the seeds kind of day. Uh, doing a, Having a lot of conversations, uh, setting a lot of files up, setting up some sort of like storyboards that we have to work on, um, doing some of these anchor audio logs here and just kind of thinking about what I want to do in the future, the tweaks that I need to make some music and things like that. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to have a day like that where you're not uh, like, you know, productivity is not necessarily measured on, you know, checking off boxes, um, actually completing things. It's sometimes it's about, Pushing things little by little and, and getting some of the progress done. Sometimes that feels just as good. You know, for me, I like to do a lot of things in my head. I like to take the time to really soak in an idea or a project and really let it marinate. You know, I if I'm doing a video project that involves a lot of stock footage, I will just look through a lot of stock footage and listen to a lot of music and really let myself get immersed into the script and the idea, talk to people about it, maybe get different perspectives, um, and and sometimes take my time. Uh, With certain things, I like to kind of rush through it and and make a mess and just kind of figure it out. Um, But in other cases, I like to just take my time and work through the project in my head, because then when I sit down and do it, I have a clearer vision of what I want to do, and then it you know, I just feel more satisfied. It just comes out a little bit more complete. So there's nothing wrong with having those days where you're just planting the seeds, pushing things little by little, having a few phone calls or sending some emails, um, you know, setting some things in motion. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And those kinds of days can sometimes feel more productive than, you know, the days where you're finalizing things because you finalize things and you're like, all right, what now? Um, you know, when you're pushing things and, and sowing the seeds or putting this, you know, putting, yeah putting things in motion, um, you know, you, you have more to kind of get excited about. You you feel like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to come in tonight. I'm going to take some time to kind of get some rest, breathe a bit. And then tomorrow I'm going to come in and kill it. And, uh, there's no better feeling than knowing that you're ready to take on the world. I really love the idea of audio audio content taking over the world more and more. Um, you know, radio was a big deal when it first came out, of course, and it's really lasted the test of time. You know, radio has always been around, even though TV in, in different incarnations is kind of changing, and um, it's really just the vessel for how we listen to it. You know, now everything's on our phones, and... Uh, with Anchor, we're kind of crossing this threshold of, like, taking what we know about traditional radio and then turning it into this personal experience. I finally get to live this dream of kind of having my own radio station, in a way. I get to talk about what I want to talk about. I can have people on and talk to them about stuff and really create a theme about my around my stuff, and then, you know, play some music that fits with the tone of what I'm talking about. Uh, I think that sounds amazing, and I've always wanted to do something like that, so I'm really appreciative of Anchor for allowing me to do that, um, but you know, Anchor is really the future, uh, not Anchor itself, but voice is really the future of what I feel is the most natural way for us to be. I really, honestly, I hate looking down at my phone. I hate the notion of being controlled by this little box (laughs) In my pocket, that I'm staring at a screen, and it feels very unnatural to me to look down and be sucked into this thing. I really long for a world where that becomes obsolete, where the things that we want out of our phones are a little bit more integrated into our lives. I feel like voice is one of those things that is going to allow us to get a little bit closer to that place, whether it's um, Alexa. Or Google Home, voice search, things like Anchor, allowing us to do podcasts easier, and really getting to the point where voice algorithms can replace text algorithms. Essentially, Google is predicated on the idea that text is everywhere, so you can take that text and analyze it and put it into keywords and create searches for it and all of that stuff. When it becomes easier and easier to transcribe podcasts more accurately, we can have search based on that and businesses can have more uh, leeway, more, more ways to put their brand out there without having to be a writer. Essentially, in order to have a business these days, you have to be a writer in some sense. You have to be able to write descriptions, pick keywords, and do all those things. It would be amazing if I could just talk into this podcast, have it be transcribed, and those keywords are picked based on what I'm talking about. It's the most natural form of being, of sharing things. That's how we are as humans. We communicate by talking. And having machine learning understand the context of how we're speaking, understanding our emotions a little bit better in the way that we're speaking, uh, will allow us to make that searchable which I think would change the world would change the way that we approach business it would no longer be just text based it could be voice based and a lot of people like me who, don't, who can write but don't really enjoy writing can make more of a living just talking and having that be more accessible to the masses because uh, I don't work on a radio station I don't have that kind of access but if I were to talk to people this way and have them like what I'm reading and be able to transcribe what I'm reading into a Medium post or for someone to just search for a topic and this podcast comes up without any transcription, without actually any words in on the Internet, that search would be able to access this podcast just because I'm speaking. I hope that makes sense. Uh, that's really one of the big goals I would like to see happen uh, in the world. I I would love to see that shift because we would have to look at our phone less. We would listen more and we'd be able to search more with our voice and feel more confident that we can search with our voice and do more, more naturally, more things naturally like speaking to people, speaking into our phone the way that we would speak to people or speak into our watch I think that would help with smartwatches too and really make that more useful. So I'm hoping there's a world in the future that relies more on audio and less on screens and text. I would love that. I think voice has always been in line with the future that we've always been dreaming of. Throughout the decades, it's like every piece of technology that is fantasized about Uh, Communicators in Star Wars or uh, Star Trek. Oh, the nerds are going to hate me for that one, Um, my fellow nerd brethren. (laughs) It's it's seven a.m. Leave me alone. Um, uh, You know, voice communicators through James Bond and Star Trek and other situations where we wish. That, that just using our voices would activate things. You know, walking into a room and turning on the lights, which is currently a reality, uh, albeit not super easy. You have to sort of connect things and have Wi-Fi light bulbs and all that stuff. Um, it's not kind of naturally built into homes just yet. I'm wondering if that could be the case within the next hundred years where that's a little bit more... Um, Common, maybe the next twenty years, maybe not a hundred, um, where that's built into homes uh, more more likely. So using things uh, with your voice more often would be it just feels more natural, like I've been saying, and it would be fascinating if that were to make it into the public sector as well. Like you're at a stoplight, or rather, you're at a, a bus stop, and You want to check the times for a specific destination, you just go up there and you say it. You don't have to tap the screen or navigate through menus you're unfamiliar with. You just walk up to the thing and you say, I'm trying to go to LA by 9 a.m. Okay, well, you have to catch this train by blah, 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 blah. And that's it. Super easy. It's like Google Assistant, but everywhere. Or a better version of Siri, but everywhere. Or Alexa, but everywhere. Um, And, you know, the trick is that everybody's trying to capture that marketplace. So in order for that to happen, one of those big companies would have to get like a big government contract or something. And that could be right with regulations and that could get really tricky. But if we could completely fantasize, that would be the world that I would absolutely love. I'm not messing with touchscreens. I'm not messing with interfaces I'm not familiar with um, and, and really not having to uh, touch things anymore. <laughs> that would be pretty nice uh, that, that's one of the futures I would really love to live in And really just to like get through things get through my day a little bit easier without having to do that. you know wake up in the morning and ask for my news stories or set up a recording or do things without having to use this little brick. I think without, um, I think within the last decade or so, probably since the iPhone was announced, we've kind of moved away from focusing on voice. I think the past few years have been focusing on voice, but what I mean is that a decade before that, um, when the iPhone came out, we started focusing on touchscreens. Everything became touchscreen-focused. Um, people wanted to talk on the phone less. I don't think anyone ever really wanted to talk on the phone, but, um, you know, you ask any young person these days, anyone under 35, and I doubt they want to talk on the phone. Nobody likes that. It's very disruptive, and sometimes can be awkward. Sometimes you can't hear the other person, and just that real-time, live aspect of calling someone is can cause a lot of um, anxiety. So I think things like WhatsApp, where you leave a message, and... Or you do voice, and they can listen to it on their own time, which really fits the tone of what's going on these days, where people are picking and choosing their content, when people communicate with them, when they can respond, things like that. There's no reason they can't be that way with voice. It really should be. Uh, I would love to hear someone's voice more often, but maybe not necessarily in real time, uh, because I don't want to be interrupted. Like I'm, I might not be ready to have that conversation so somebody can just leave me a message not a voicemail because people don't leave voicemails if they could just immediately say hey uh i need this this and this instead of saying hey call me (laughs) you know i think it would allow people to get to the point and actually have a conversation via voice instead of saying hey call me because that's the worst we all know it is So I think it's pretty clear that I would absolutely love an all-voice future. I'm just tired of staring at screens and tapping things and having to go through menus I'm not familiar with. But I know there's big challenges that come with that. Uh, You know, we have a couple players in the marketplace vying for attention between Amazon, Google, and Apple. That will be the big, you know, most of the time competition. While it makes the marketplace stronger, you know, it, it pushes companies to try new things and really push the services I think the greater good of the people makes it, it, it makes things fragmented you know we don't necessarily have you know you, you, you might not have one of these companies getting a government contract or you know you have to get the technology so far enough in the future that somebody who or, or so I guess so simple or so commonly understood uh, you know, you got to get like the APIs out there for someone who does have a government contract to be able to implement these things into more common, to, to make it more commonplace. Um, basically, you have to make the development of the technology as cheap as possible, and that likely won't happen for a very long time. Um, you know, you get to the point, like, you think about it now, like, when the iPhone came out, that was the thing with the touchscreen. Um, and now, over a decade later, you've got a lot of cheap phones that have touchscreen capabilities, a lot of cheap devices that have touchscreen capabilities. So, w- since we're starting voice now, you know, you think maybe 10 years from now, when context is better understood, when um, we can understand people's mumbles a little bit better. Different accents, better different languages, understand the context. In um, Apple's recent keynote, when they were talking about uh, reading different voices in a more natural cadence and having the voices sound more natural and less robotic, like that's that's a major step. But that currently is technology that only Apple is using. So ten years from now, hopefully, that becomes more easily created by companies who can cheap produce things cheaper, um, but hopefully keep the same amount of quality. And we can just see that as more commonplace, um, you know, in, in, in cars, in workplaces, at home, in public use places like, uh, you know, train stations or bus stops or situations where you need to get more information and, you know, a person might not be available And while... Okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of of a side rant. You know, people are going to... Obviously, this is going to be a situation where people are concerned that it's going to take people's jobs, which is always the thing. Uh, The new technology is that people are always scared of change, and they're always scared of the thing taking over their their job. Let me just say, having gone to plenty of train stations and bus stations in my life, there's already not a person there most of the time. They go on break. (laughs) They go for a smoke break and they're never there when you need them. They're in the back talking to somebody. They're already not doing their job, so I would rather have somebody there, uh, um, an AI or some sort of Siri-like character that I can communicate with back and forth and get what I need. Now, you know, the tricky thing is that the accuracy is just not there yet. Um, you know, you need to be able to say that I'm going, I need to go to a train that takes me to LA by five o'clock that needs to be accurate 99% of the time, maybe not a hundred percent for liability reasons, but (laughs) 99% of the time it needs to be accurate. And that's one of the problems. That's why I don't use voice every single time because it's not super accurate. It's been better. You know, I can use Google and say, um, you know, navigate home and, it works pretty quickly, but I'm using rudimentary, uh, things. I'm not having a natural conversation with it. So, I mean, I'm going to test it more and see how, how good that is. But when it gets to the point where we get in our car and you're saying almost, you're almost saying good morning to your AI and please. And thank you, which is another thing I'm going to rant about because my five minutes is up, but I'm going to do one last segment and, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up this all voice extravaganza. the last thing I want to really say about using voice commands is that I think and I think I think a lot of people would actually agree with this, is I would like Siri, Alexa, and Google to have to require please and thank you <laughs> for all of its commands. Uh, I think subtlety... In, like teaching manners would be nice because I, I do it every time I, I do a command and they say here you go and I'm like thank you <laughs> or yes please <laughs> I, I think I think that should be a requirement and not only is it useful for social and cultural reasons but I think it would help to create a more specific command that you know, doesn't necessarily just sound like yes. Somebody could accidentally say yes, but yes please is a little bit more specific. Or no please, or no thank you, or yes thank you. Something to that effect it would be more specific and, you know, as, as any programmers out there would know, that a more specific command usually works better in most situations. So, I would honestly really, really enjoy that. Uh, I think it would, just making it a requirement would allow people to be nicer without actually really thinking too much about it. <laughs> um, it just makes it more natural, and I, I, think, I think it would be good for everybody, because everyone needs to be nice. I used to work at Taco Bell, and I would get people in the drive-thru who would ask for something, and I would say, I would give them the thing, or I'd ask them a question, and they would say "now." Again, I'm from Philly, so everyone sounds like nasally and annoying, um, including me sometimes. So I apologize. <laughs> uh, but they're like "now," and I'm like, "Can't you at least say like, no thanks' or, you know, at least be like kind of soft about it?" I don't know. It's it's not about being soft versus being tough. It's like just being polite, you know, it's, and being polite without the 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 notion of someone having done something for you. It's just being nice for the sake of being nice. Which is a another complicated concept that is that requires its own podcast, I think. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think requiring please and thank you would change the game a little bit. The only thing I would be worried about is making please and thank you too common to the point where it doesn't really mean anything. I don't know. I mean, for me, I don't really care. Like, I, I used to, when I was in London for a few, for about a week... I really liked that everybody was, like, saying sorry all the time. I know they didn't mean it, but, like, they run into you and say sorry and move on. I'm like, oh, that feels nice. I don't even care if they mean it or not. Uh, and, I, and I realize they, they probably don't. They, they're just so used to having said it. But I like that it's being said. Uh, like, I, it, it's better than having not said it, I feel. So, I don't know. I wonder what your thoughts are on that. Um, would you like... Voice commands to require please and thank you. Um, and what are your thoughts on voice in general? Is it the good way? Is it the way to go? Do you feel like you would rather use voice than to use a touchscreen? Do you prefer to use a touchscreen? Um, do you like typing on a touchscreen? You're crazy if you do, but do you? <laughs> I would like to know if you do. Um, so let me know. Give me a call in, and uh, perhaps I'll put you on the next episode. I'll. Uh, so this is the end of uh thursday's episode this is getting posted on the podcast and if you're listening on anchor i really appreciate it share it with your friends anchor.fm slash christian rivera and all my stuff is hi my name christian hi my name is christian.com and follow me on social channels at rival my design i really appreciate it i hope you enjoy the music i hope you enjoy the show so far and all those good things i would love some feedback so feel free to call in and Just say hi or respond to any of the things I've been talking about. Thanks, and I'll catch you next time.